Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Anybody out there have a bad habit that you want to break aside from me? (laughs) I have a couple of bad habits that I'd like to see myself get rid of, but I thought that today I would share five different ways to kick a bad habit. Uh, This is something that I work with a lot and have at length with coaching clients and some of my students. There are different ways that we can utilize the power of knowledge to begin to create new neurological pathways and new patterns so that we can move past these bad habits. So here are five different ways that have worked for me. Number one, recognizing that it's your brain. So your brain is habit making. That's just simply what our brains do, right? They're designed to create new neurological pathways that provide the best results. So when a desire is triggered, a reaction that in turn satisfies the initial urge, your brain notices and it becomes aware. So the next time that desire arises, the brain calls up the circuitry that got the job done in the first place. So part of that neurochemistry is uh, this process where when there's an urge or we have an urge that is satisfied, whether for soothing or attention, or any other response, we experience a rush of dopamine. The neurochemical associated with the feel-good hormone, so after a few blasts of dopamine, we start to crave more. When this this is the trigger behavior that begins to drive us to eating fast food, or checking our phone constantly, or lighting up a cigarette if you're a smoker, and then boom, like you have a bad habit. <laughs> so that's that's how quickly it can form. When we begin to understand how habits form, we have a greater chance of catching them in the act, right? And it, we can begin to then take steps to uh, a more considerate choice. It, it's important to think about this habit the next time that you feel moved to act. See if you can trace each step. Uh, can you see how the habit has formed? Can you trace back your steps and be aware what parts of your actions are creating this dopamine response? See if you can become an investigator and try and explore that. So an understanding that's part of your brain chemistry really helps us in beginning to unravel something that is quickly becoming consuming in our lives. Number two, Will, want, won't. So recognizing the pattern of our habits, the trigger, the impulse, the brain's learned way to satisfy that need is just part of the process of unraveling them. So there also needs to be an intention to do things differently. I talk about this all the time, right? This is has to be, it doesn't have to be, but I find it more helpful when it's deeply tied to something that matters to you, like something that you're, you're really wanting to to achieve 
right? Um, identifying the I want power so that will reinforce your I won't power. So this is something that my teacher Rod Stryker talks about a lot is uh, about just setting powerful intentions and just knowing what you want because without a powerful intention, your past is going to be more consuming. So what's more powerful, the power of your intention or the intensity of your past? So this is something to just recognize and to be able to understand and create things that are going to be more powerful than a bad habit. Number three, remember, halt. When you get clear on what you want, the deeply personal reason for wanting to make a habit change, hint, hint, I should isn't one of them, then begins the work of strengthening your ability to choose differently, aka willpower. But as anyone who's tried to diet or to commit to exercise knows that you can sometimes begin to sabotage yourself and that's almost all the time what happens with most of us. Um, using halt, this is something I learned when I was like six years old in Al-Anon when I was a kid and I'd go to these Al-Anon meetings with, um, my family members halt when you feel willpower slipping. So halt stands for H hungry. Has anybody out there ever been on a shortage of food and all of a sudden, it makes it difficult to make any sort of decision because you're hungry. So impulse control involves a complex stance between the prefrontal cortex and the hippocampus. With a little help from other parts of the brain also involved in foresight and decision-making, any shortage of calories will short-circuit this hub of activity, making it really difficult to activate your willpower. So notice before you make a decision or go towards that bad habit, are you hungry? The A is for angry or anxious. So when we feel angry or anxious, our bodies can slip into fight or flight mode where we start to operate from the most primitive parts of the brain and nervous system. In this mode, some of the rational parts of the brain shut down. So this decreases our ability to think and to reason and to even consider long-term consequences, right? So this is when we start to act from our emotion. We don't necessarily want to do that. That's just going to continue to perpetuate our bad habits. The L is for lonely. So when we feel lonely we and we don't tell people about our commitment to change a habit, more than likely we'll continue to perpetuate it. It's almost like calling yourself out a little bit. And then asking for help, the people around you, your tribe, your friends, your family, just telling them what you're doing so that you don't feel lonely. It's so much easier to go into this bad habit space when you're all by yourself, right? The T is for tired. When we're tired, our self-control and willpower slip away. So I've experienced this so many times when I'm tired this is when I start to make bad decisions. It's when the Chicago mixed popcorn makes it into bed and I'm watching TV and I'm having ice cream and just like I'm doing all kinds of things that are not integral to my self-care. Uh, lack of sleep is another, right? So knowing this and, and being able to establish healthy eating habits, healthy sleeping habits is not only one of the most important things to your self-care, it's also essential to 
achieving the, the goals that you want in life. Number four, try compassion. This is so huge. And there's been so much research out there that shows when we criticize ourselves in actuality, it short circuits the brain power we need to unwind old habits and adopt new ones. Criticism, this causes the same fight or flight impulse, right? So when we're self-criticizing, we're limiting ourselves, we're limiting access to the higher functions of our brain. It's like being able to see the bigger picture. Um, this is something, again, that that's so important Criticism makes us feel anxious and it makes us feel down and depressed and it makes us afraid and it makes us afraid to fail. If you're regularly telling yourself, I can't, then, or you're not enough in some way, try using a more compassionate and understanding tone instead. Once we become more compassionate with our thinking, we can then figure out what the next steps are and we can head towards making a, a, a more substantial change in our life. Number five, see it and believe it. So this is a constant reminder that's going to help us continue to build resilience in our life. We have to be able to visualize the circumstances that typically trigger an urge. So notice what thoughts and feelings arrive in your body and then see if you can identify where you feel them and not engage. Instead, take a deep breath and then tune into your body and just begin to breathe Take a deep breath in and exhale everything out. Take another deep breath in and exhale everything out. Staying with the breath, watching how you feel, being able to really connect to what is sensor, the sensory that, that is happening in your body is is really going to allow us to begin to train our brain to not engage in the craving or engage in that thought. And it's going to really allow us to bring a deep rest in your life. And this is something to just note. So those are five things that for me have really helped change a bad habit. Um, over time, habits can become so ingrained in our being that we actually start believing them. If you lose your temper quickly, if you are constantly sabotaging your health, internalizing habits only perpetuate the behavior and limits our ability to see different possibilities. So the next time that your habit is happening or your habit is rearing its ugly head, challenge it. Ask yourself, is this really true? Is this really what I want? Do I have the willpower to quit? Am I willing to quit? Something to consider. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you're needing help to break a bad habit, I am totally here for you. And I'm always a really great listening ear. If you're needing some help, you can always message me. You can email me. And I am just so happy that you're here and that you're listening to this. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit www.radicallylove.com forward slash podcast to read all about today's guests or past guests. You can click on any of the links or for more information, you can always follow me on 
Instagram at Rosie Acosta or Twitter at Rosie Acosta. And let us know what you thought.